0: You're listening to The Word of Hope, sermons preached at Hope Lutheran Church in Aurora, Colorado. Today's sermon is by Pastor Dean Bernke.
1: Grace, mercy, and peace from God our Father, Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. The base for our sermon tonight is from the book of Exodus, chapter 1, verse 1 through chapter 2, verse Ten, Howard Rutledge was an American fighter pilot. He was shot down and captured by the North Vietnamese in 1965. The North Vietnamese threw him into a prison in Hanoi in North Vietnam. What well, was the prison called Heartbreak Hotel. Rutledge writes, When the door slammed shut, a feeling of utter loneliness swept over me. I was locked in a six-by-six cell. It's hard to describe what solitary confinement can do to defeat a person. There are no books, no magazines, and no newspapers. The only colors you see are drab gray and dirt brown. You're locked in your filthy cell, trying to keep your sanity. I think we all know what it feels like to be locked up in Heartbreak Hotel. The problem is, though at first, it didn't look like Heartbreak Hotel. It looked like the promised land. It even was the promised land, at least for a while. That moral indiscretion, no big deal. That financial dishonesty, Ah, no big deal. The little white lie, no big deal. But sooner or later, the no big deal becomes a really big deal. And what we thought was a promised land becomes the death of a job, the death of a marriage, the death of our hope, the death of our joy. Satan slams the door shut and says, welcome to Heartbreak Hotel. You can check out anytime you like, but you'll never leave. Tonight we begin a sermon series, a Moses book called Exodus. And the overarching theme is, let my people go. For God sees his people in Egypt's Heartbreak Hotel. And God tells Pharaoh seven times, let my people go. Now, you probably remember the story. It was due to a famine in about 1850 B.C. that Jacob and his family traveled from Canaan to Egypt. It says in Exodus 1, all the descendants of Jacob were set with 70 persons. Joseph was already in Egypt. And Joseph died and all his brothers and all that generation. But the people of Israel were fruitful and increased greatly. They multiplied and grew exceedingly strong, so that the land was filled with them. You fast forward 300 years and we come to Exodus 1.8, where it says a new king who did not know Joseph came to power in Egypt. This king, or Pharaoh, Saw that the Israelites were becoming too numerous, that they were too powerful, that they appeared to be a threat to him. So what does Pharaoh do? He creates his own version of Heartbreak Hotel. Stage one is state slavery. It says in Exodus 1, they put slave masters over them to oppress them, in other words, Israelites with forced labor. They built Pithom and Ramses as store cities for Pharaoh. Every Israelite slave was required to produce a quota of bricks each day. And if you didn't meet your quota, you were beaten. You may think you have a tough job or had a tough job. But try this on for size. you have to get water from a canal, you put the water in a mud pit. Then you step up, up and down that mud pit. You add some straw to the mixture. You let it dry in the sun, and presto, change-o, you have a brick. Well, Pharaoh got so upset with the Israelites that initially they could just get their straw for the bricks from a pile. But later on, he made them scavenge for it. But even when he made them scavenge for it, they still had to meet their quota each day. Each day, no time off, ever. Seven days a week, 52 weeks a year. No time off for worship or holiday or something like that. But then he went on to stage two, to private infanticide. In Exodus 1, it says, The king of Egypt said to the Hebrew midwives, whose names were Shifra and Pua, When you help the Hebrew women in childbirth, observe them on the delivery stool. If it's a boy, kill him. But if it's a girl, let her live. So God sees two women, Shifra and Pua. And these two women... Obey God and disobey Pharaoh's command. And so guess what God does? He puts their names in the Bible. But Pharaoh, this most powerful man on earth, this man who considered himself divine, his name isn't in the Bible. Why? God does big things with small stuff. And then there's open genocide. Exodus 1 describes Pharaoh's decree, said, every boy is born you throw into the Nile, but let every girl live. So it's against this backdrop of heartbreak, Pharaoh's heartbreak hotel that Moses is born. We pick it up in chapter 2 from the readings tonight. It says, now a man, Amram, from the house of Levi went and took as his wife a Levite woman, whose name was Jochebed, and the woman conceived and bore a son. The son is Moses. Moses has an older sister named Miriam. Moses has an older brother named Aaron. And so it says, when she saw he was a fine child, she hid him three months. And when she could not hide him any longer, she took him for a basket made of bulrushes and coated it with tar and pitch. Now, the word translated basket is the same word that's translated ark, as in Noah's ark in Genesis. The ark in Exodus is just like Noah's in Genesis, is coated with tar and pitch. Now, you can say, well, of course, Noah's ark is a whole lot bigger. But Why? Because in Exodus, God does big things with small stuff. Well, the story goes on to tell us the baby is placed in the Nile and Miriam runs along the river's edge. She watches as Pharaoh's daughter bathes with her servants in the Nile. And then it says, when Pharaoh's daughter's servant opened it, she saw the child and behold, the baby was crying and God took pity on him. Moses is crying. He's crying. This changes everything. In the book of Exodus, a baby's cry changes everything. Why? God does big things with small stuff. And then it said, when the child grew older, Jochebed brought him to Pharaoh's daughter, and she became her son. She named him Moses because she said... I brought him out of the water. Moses. Moses is an Egyptian name that means bring out of water. Finally, someone who will bring Israel out of Pharaoh's heartbreak hotel. And Moses will do that through what? Through water. Moses will part the water of the Red Sea with a wooden staff a wooden staff. God does big things with small stuff. We know God sees us in our prison. He sees us in our self-made heartbreak hotel. God sees us trying to get out. God sees us putting on our Superman or Superwoman cape thinking that we are superheroes and that somehow we can save ourselves. That somehow, if we're good enough, long enough, we can save ourselves. And if we can save ourselves, the thinking goes, you really don't need someone to suffer and die on a cross for you. But I've got some bad news for you you're not a superhero. And neither am I, for that matter. We can't fight our way out of our prison of sin. We can't think our way out or buy our way out or educate our way out or vacation our way out or blast our way out. We're all stuck in sin. Heartbreak hotel. But there's some really good news. God does big things with small stuff. It's Jesus, through his suffering and death on the cross, that brings us out of our prison of sin and death. And just like the book of Exodus, He does it with small stuff. The tokens of His passion. Think of them. Chalice. Torch. Lantern, sword, whip, whipping post, clothing, 30 pieces of silver, dice, spear, hand which struck Christ, torch, pitcher of gall and vinegar. The thing is that Jesus doesn't recoil. Jesus doesn't. Run! He doesn't retreat at the sight of our ugly prison. Jesus doesn't say, I'm out of here, let somebody else do that. Jesus comes to us right where we are. To do what? Really big things. To set us free from our sin and death. With really small stuff. Howard Rutledge has more to say about Heartbreak Hotel. He writes, I prayed for strength to make it through the ongoing night. Then one day, a glimmer of light dawned through the bottom of my prison door, and I knew that God would set me free. And he did. The thing about life is, It gets dark, doesn't it? Sometimes life gets really dark. And what we thought was a promised land turns out to be Heartbreak Hotel. You can check out anytime you like, but you'll never leave. But there's a glimmer of light dawning. You see it? It's Easter light. It's Easter deliverance. And it's there for us right now. How can you be so sure? God still does really big things. He sets us free from sin and death. With really small stuff. In the same way, in the name of Jesus, that's God's gift to you. Amen. And now may the peace of God with surpass all human understanding guard your hearts and minds through faith in Christ Jesus. Amen.
0: Thank you for listening to the Word of Hope. We hope your time with us was filled with joy and peace in hearing the Lord's Word. If you have questions or would like more information about Hope Lutheran Church, please visit our website at www.hopeaurora.org. Send an email to office at hopeaurora.org or call us at 303-364-7416. This has been the Word of Hope.